0: Hello and welcome to Sobertownpodcast.com and to this week's episode of Positive Recovery with Karina. And this week I thought I would talk about stress. Ah! Oh, stress, stress, stress. We all have it in different measures, in different levels. But what to do with it and how do we manage it? My favourite way my favourite example or description of stress is the stressed bucket. So if you are to, were, or were to imagine a bucket full of water, yeah, and that water, just imagine that is stress. And then over time, every time something stressful happens, another little drip of water goes into that bucket. Now, some of those drips can be really, really big drips because it can be really stressful. Some of them can be tiny little drips. Um, because it's not quite so stressful. But over time, all those drips, that dripping stress adds up to a point where eventually that bucket will overflow with water. And it could be the smallest of the drips that makes it overflow. In fact, usually when the big drips are going in, when the really stressful stuff is happening, our adrenaline kicks in and we cope with it. And it's usually afterwards that we literally crack and crumble. And, you uh, yeah, things can be really, really overwhelming. Um, and I've had an awful lot of stress in the last couple of years. Uh, and, you know, I'm surprised that I haven't cracked. But it's but it's probably because I have changed the way I deal with my bucket. So one of the ways to deal with your stress bucket is rather than letting it all overflow, is to drill little holes in it. And those little holes um, let out some of that, stress or that water but that stress comes out in a more or in a good way it's a way of coping with it until it overflows and becomes overwhelming now it's not to say that I don't get overwhelmed I did get very overwhelmed last week and what I did was just took a step back from everything and got myself back on track so one of the little holes that I used to have in my bucket was drinking because that helped me cope with stress or so I thought it didn't it just numbed it and everything was still there but that's one of the things I I used to have there and when I used to use that as a strategy then you know there's no way I would have dealt with um what I've been dealing with in the way that I have I wouldn't have remained calm I wouldn't have been able to deal with it because it was just numbing and making things more irrational So I've changed one of those holes in my bucket to several holes, actually. One is sobriety. That is one of my my holes. Um, By having clarity and a clear head and being sober, it helps. By having the Sobertown podcast community, um, you know, listening to the podcasts, listening to the resources, reading the resources, and to being part of that community has really, really helped. And all my friends that I've made on the I Am Sober app as well that has helped posting connecting sharing and from that developed ladies telegram groups and other telegram groups as well so i've got lots of support networks which are very different my old support networks used to be drinkers friends that drank with me yeah and so it wasn't so i've got a very different support network now but as I say, sometimes even that can become overwhelming. And so another little hole that I've got in my bucket is to recognise when I'm getting overwhelmed and just take a step back from it all. Shut off from it all. Connection is key, but we need to connect with us too. We need to recognise and learn to understand our emotions because we've numbed them for so long. So we don't recognise a lot of them and we don't know how to deal with them. So that's another thing in sobriety. I've, I've learned to actually recognise what the emotion is that I'm feeling and what I need to do about it. So that's another hole in my bucket that lets all this stress gradually out. And of course, the, my other hole that I love is the acceptance hole, learning to accept things and my hula hoop. As you all know now, I love my hula hoop. It's pink and purple and sparkly, by the way, just in case you're wondering, that hula hoop that I put around me and sit in and accept my areas of control. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I like a gigantic, giant hula hoop, (laughs) but I'm not allowed that because that's not how I can control. I can only control where my arms stick out and you know that area that I can touch and sweep around. That is my area of control. So, the other thing as well, in my bucket, I guess, my whole... do you like it louder or softer? Oh, I don't know what happened there. I don't know whether you heard that. (laughs) Okay, so that's another whole, is learning um, about and accepting technology that really, really annoys me sometimes. (laughs) My watch starts talking to me, but that's fine. The old me would have got stroppy that it's just ruined my podcast, but the new me just goes, oh, well, it happened. You'll forgive me. It's not the end of the world. But the other thing is about breaking things down and accepting areas of responsibility. So, I'll just explain to you a bit of how I've done this today because I trust me, I could have really, really lost the plot. Um, my say, oh well, it's money. It's to do with money, that big thing that causes stress. So, as some of you will know, on Sunday, um, we were driving to. Well, we were going to go to a garden centre to look at the Christmas tree lights and decorations and look at the fish Um, as it was free activity to do and it wasn't far from us we could save on petrol because we're really trying to budget at the moment Um, a lot of my expendable um, pension and retirement has gone so I'm having to budget I do have some savings but that needs to last me the rest of my life and I don't know how long that's going to to last. And since I've given up drinking, I'm like, I look at things and I go, oh, that's two bottles of wine, that's five bottles of wine, I can get that. And I've probably spent more. But I've spent it on great stuff, you know, good stuff, like my Can-Am and sort of just nice stuff for me. I've treated myself and, hey, we're worth it. But it was coming to the point that I needed to start budgeting. So we decided to take my grandson to the garden centre to entertain him. And, you know, just it wouldn't cost much. Some idiot lorry had decided to shed about 20 massive bricks i'm talking big bricks so it was four times the, the size of a standard house brick all over the carriageway obviously hadn't done anything about it because he would have got fined for an insecure unsecured load um and obviously just driven off not even reported it uh and i was about to report it to the police when bam we hit a brick so we had to wait for the RAC to come out and rescue us. Um, we had to get a new tyre, so we thought, but the car still wasn't driving correctly. So I took it into the garage and I asked them to check it over because I needed a new radiator anyway. My radiator had sort of I'd had problems with that the week before, um, and the RAC had been out at that point. Our, our automotive rescue company in the UK had been out and put some radiator sealant but I had to get a new radiator so whilst it was going in for that I asked them to look at the damage that this brick had caused as well because um, obviously it was a lot more than just the tyre because by the time I got to the garage the new tyre had gone down too so they've looked at it they've rang me this morning my radiator alone is £500 because they can only get original voxel parts, they can't get anything else in this country at the moment. And the repairs um, that are going to cost from this brick, in total with my radiator, is £1,700. So it's £1,200 from running over this brick So me (laughs) going on that bit of road to save money, because if I would have gone to the zoo, which was free to get in because I've got an annual pass, but was further in mileage, I wouldn't have gone on that road and we wouldn't hit the brick. But everything happens for a reason. I, I still believe in that. And from every breakdown, there is a breakthrough. And from stripping down my car, they found that one of the engine mounts has weakened and cracked. And they don't think that's actually from the brick that we hit. So, you know, it could have been that if that brick hadn't have hit, we would have had an even worse accident and a more major accident later in time. Nobody was hurt. All right, I'm a bit achy because I haven't got very good shock absorbers in my spine and my hips and my knees, my hands, my shoulders everywhere because of arthritis. Um, so I've hurt a bit and I've ached a bit. I've been very jarred, but that's, that's it, you know. Nobody was killed. Luckily, because we called the police, they were there very quickly. Uh, a security van had seen what happened and pulled over and cleared all the carriageway of bricks. So, you know, by by those actions, nobody was killed because it was a 60 mile an hour carriageway. So they were very, very lucky. But I could have lost the plot with my bill this morning because I'm like, I don't have that money sitting there ready to use. And it's just before Christmas. So, I didn't lose the clot. Firstly, what I did was breathe. Because as soon as we get stressed, we release cortisol. We relieve um, adrenaline. And we can, yeah, it just makes everything become irrational and panicky. So I breathe. I keep those chemical levels right. I've sat in my hula hoop. My options. You know, the situation is the situation. There's nothing I can do. It is what it is. If I want my car or a car back on the road, I've got to fork out that money. So my options are to go through my insurance, which I've got to pay the £500 for the radiator. That's nothing to do with the accident. My insurance claim is going to cost £349. So it's near £900 it's going to cost me anyway. Um, my son's friend, H., I'm your second mummy. He's like my son number two, my number two son. And, you know, since the age of 14, that in the last 10 years, I've had him over at mine, staying at mine for a week here and there when he's needed to, giving him packed lunches and things, taking him to school. Whenever he comes, he gets a Chinese, you know. Um, we, yeah, he, he is like my son number two and he is a mechanic and a welder. So he has offered to do all the repairs for free for me. I've got to pay for the radio i they've already done that but the rest of it he's offered to do for free so what goes around comes around you know there's a good karma there so I could get him to do it I just need to get the car recovered from the garage to his and that's okay because his brother is a, a recovery guy so I've just got to pay mate's rates for that to get it recovered and source all the materials which you know it's going to be a pain and it's going to be you know take some time but that's fine I could go through the insurance, which can cost me £349, and get a courtesy car and hope that they do it at the garage where the car already is. Um, But it's going to be, you know, a good week or so for it to be there. But the car's already stripped down there, so I could get it done. I could pay for it privately um, if I wanted to. I don't think that's going to be an option. The other problem with the insurance, of course, is because the accident happened on Sunday, they may well say, well, you had 24 hours to claim it. You're only claiming it now, so we're not going to cover you. Uh, that is an option. But obviously I didn't know what the damage was on Sunday. I didn't know it's going to be that extent of damage. So I might be able to argue the case there. Or I could just try and sell the car as it is for needing repairs, which I'm going to lose money. And because I get full mobility allowance, I could get a car on my mobility allowance. But that would mean that I, you know, get less each month on my income. And I'm not quite managing now on what I get because I've been dipping into my savings. So they're my options. I don't know which one I'm going to take yet. But I feel quite calm because I have choices. Yeah. Yeah, there was some idiot that left bricks all over the road yeah we hit it yes it's caused me some aggro and some grief but I can't do anything about it it is what it is what's done is done I can't change it the situation is as it is all I can do is sit in my hula hoop and I've got the biggest smile on my face now because I'm just imagining it pink and purple and glittery (laughs) all I can do is sit in there That's my area of control. The other stuff is there. And I have the power to make the choice. Nobody else. Just me. I need to weigh it all up. So that's what I'm going to go off and do now. But it's Thursday, so I had to get my podcast into Drifter. I hope the stress and the stress bucket model will help you this week. And happy hula hooping sit in it stand in it do whatever you want to do with that hula hoop but just accept that is your area and go figure out what holes you can drill look at what holes are already there to help reduce your stress and what other things you can use that's positive to help with your levels of stress enjoy the rest of your day have a great week and i'll speak to you again next week Bye for now.